play within the rules of the game, Rich. I don't like to do that sometimes, you know. Well, you're such a fucking cheater, Rich. Man. (laughs) (laughs) The rules, it's anarchy, man. Fuck Fuck the the rules. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name's David Petrangelo, and this is the podcast where the not-so-stereotypical millennials will talk about everything from their childhood, mainly 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. And this week, we're going to be talking video games of, well, 2020. There was there was some good stuff out of 2020. We had our TV shows and movies last time. Now it's video games. This week, I'm lucky enough to be joined by... Michael R. Power. And... And Rich Schnabel. Richie! What's going What's on, up? man? Not so Thank much. you. The, another one of the uh, big gamers that we uh, always want to try and get on. We want to get other people at, uh, that are as obsessed with gaming as us. So Rich is uh, top of the list when it comes to that, I think, right? <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, give yourself the title. As much, right? as, right much as I can. As much as I can. can. Yeah. 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 As much as you can as a 30-something with a kid. Yeah, as much as you can. <laughs> yeah. That's what we call a dad gamer. Yeah, dad exactly. gamer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got yeah. two dad gamers with me. Just I can't, you know. I can't be pro anymore, but, you know. No. Well, I mean, we've all tried. <laughs> we've all tried. Yeah, so, S- uh, semi-pro. Speak, sorry, speaking sorry. of dads, gentlemen. Uh, there we go. That sounds good. Okay. Working on your dad bod. Working on the dad bod ahead of time. <laughs> I'm, I'm working my way up. Yeah. Uh, cheers, gentlemen, as we... Uh, record on, the, on an evening here um yep. okay so let's just get right into it i think uh, i think we're gonna do our top five just like we did uh three to five whatever we we might have had in the last year anything we've played pretty much in the last let's say 14 months or so somewhere around there and uh fairly new stuff and or or some stuff that is somewhat new but we didn't play or get a chance to play this year so um top five we'll go from five to one um and i'm gonna let uh i'm gonna let mike start all right so I'm going to have one honorable mention, actually two honorable mentions before we start. So it's not because this game isn't good, but it's because it didn't really come out in 2020, but I played a lot of it. So that's Overcooked 2. Uh, I think I talked about the first game on the show. If not, yeah, it's re- so. probably the best, best, one of the best cooperative games you could play, especially if you're playing with like your spouse or your sibling or something. So me and my wife like love that game it up and then another game moving out which is also a cooperative game uh very similar kind of similar in the way you're two people working towards one goal and in overcooked you're cooking and moving out you're like moving houses so uh those two games similar idea you're like a two three person team kind of moving stuff around yeah yeah Yeah. you're moving all the stuff out of the house and it's got crazy physics and stuff like that so um two good couch co-op games too yeah couch nice, co-op not nice. online co-op so yeah all right but my actual number five uh has to be call of duty uh i guess i'll say just say warzone the call of duty warzone i guess just warzone yeah <laughs> really. yeah and not not the black ops game or whatever but just the warzone um yeah. just because the amount that we played it uh it helped you know stay connected with friends during the pandemic the game itself probably not my favorite favorite style game but um, it's incredibly frustrating and difficult, but <laughs> it's tons and tons of fun. But man, uh, it's a top five yep. game. <laughs> it's addicting. Yeah. So just the fact that how much we played it, how much it, it let us um, hang out with each other virtually. It's, it's perfect for that. So I have to give it props for that. And I know a lot of people played it this year. I know it's like a really, really popular game. 
and uh, I don't know. That's why that's why it's on my list. And that's that's the exact same reason for me why I have it on here too. I have it as four, um, and the only reason oh. why it's not higher is because yeah, it's because it's Call of Duty and it has a bunch of stupid bugs that they just can't figure out <laughs> every time there's a patch and just like, are you kidding? I know that that happens with big games that have big lobbies and servers and all online and everything, but it's just like, it just irks me sometimes. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> and it's not even balanced necessarily. It's just straight up bugs. And I just, it bothers me. It bugs me. Um, but like you said, Mike, the three of us and other friends, we've been playing it for at least 10 months now, probably pretty much is when we started picking it up. Probably pretty much right in March. I think it's probably when we tried, tried playing it or April. So um, yeah, that's, that's honestly, that's the, that's the reason why it's on the list is because it gave us a good chance to hang out and play a game and stay. And the game late. is really frustrating, but it is super satisfying and fun when you get a win. Like that is a really, really good video game moment and feeling yeah that only yeah. games can give you you know like you yeah. beat 150 other people you and your team and it's just such a good feeling now wins are fleeting for us but for us when we yeah. do get them <laughs> it's awesome yeah. but when we have rich on our team we're closer and closer to winning every time right rich yeah no just as long as i have a medic to help me out <laughs> I'm, I'm quite aggressive so <laughs> in my gameplay squirrel squirrel <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, and squirrely. Yeah, that's you know that's that's a problem coming from open world games where you just like to collect things and then you play in Call of Duty. It's just like you think it's that game and you decide to just like go out and try to you find get, those find those crates everywhere and you're just yeah, like you yeah crates, different mindset. crates. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and then you end up getting killed and you're like oh well. And then they have like that that sound effect. It's like oh I gotta get that sound oh, off my it, headphones. You know what it is? Got, oh. It's it's the casino sound effect too though. When you open mm, that it is crate, a casino. When you open that crate. It's like it gives you that boost of like, yeah, I found something amazing. You know, it's like you're winning that the, the jackpot, the the lotto, or the, you know, yeah, it's it's a slot, slot it's a slot machine. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's in there. It's in there. It's what's it's your not... what's your number five? Yeah, what would be your five if we were to pick a five? So, uh, yeah, so I'm. You know what? It's funny because I I I talked about this I think before, but it came up again this year and uh actually a lot of streamers started playing it this year which was rust and it became one of the the top playing games of steam uh basically like top amount of people playing it at one time uh this year so it actually was pretty fun having it uh play on a like a high-end system was great there was no lag i put put it on full graphics everything else and it, it was pretty fun. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was great. Um, but uh, it still had its frustrations after you had a few. Um, it was, you, you got easily killed in some areas where you shouldn't have. Like they have the, uh, the zones where they have um, the, uh, the nuclear uh, effect or whatever, you know, mm. you get toxic or whatever, but you don't see it anywhere. You just, if you accidentally walk into it, all of a sudden you get, hit with like the poison or whatever and then you start oh. dying and if you leave it it just stays with you so you just keep dying over time and then you end up dying you're like oh and you and have it's a permadeath thing still right? it's, yeah it's exactly yeah so i mean you, you spawn somewhere else where there's a sleeping bag or a bed that you've made but you lose all the gear and items that you had on your body at the time so if you were farming for a long time and then accidentally run into this you know the nuke area and then you get kind of screwed so and it's updated a lot in the last little while too. So it's like almost like a different game, a new game. Yeah. They finally finished it uh, like seven years after the, uh, <laughs> the, 
the Kickstarter, the, the up stuff. beta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I got er, early access. Sorry, early, early access, access stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, my uh, my number four was was Warzone. So I'm just gonna say what my five was too. Um, I played this once once uh, we got our Xboxes, Mike. I've been dying to play this game all year, and then it was just included in Game Pass. It's called Journey to the Savage Planet. Let your pioneering spirit guide you as you set foot on a previously unexplored world. Remember, though, that we could only afford enough fuel for a one-way trip. So get out there, take those space lemons, and make space lemonade. Assuming you survive your first night, you'll awaken to a world with so much to explore. These are memories to cherish, to hold close to your bosom as the cold touch of old age darkens even the most precious of memories. It's just a... I think last year I talked a lot about, and I have before in the past, talked a lot about like No Man's Sky and uh, games similar to that, The Outer Wilds, which if anyone hasn't played The Outer Wilds, Mike, it's on Game Pass. It's fucked. It's the best. Nice. It's That it's, was on your it, list last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. I finished it since then. And it's like the, the coolest sort of space game. Um, and it's a singular sort of experience. And that's what this is. This is not that far off. You're just, it's got a lot of humor in it, which is cool. So you, you sort of just crash land on this random planet and you're supposed to like find resources and study the creatures that are on there but they all kind of look kind of goofy they're like the birds are like round and almost look like the size of like a bowling ball but they have like goofy faces and make funny noises and you kind of have to just ex keep exploring and exploring and unlocking uh different abilities and different add-ons to your equipment so you can get the different areas and stuff it's basically kind of like a first person metroid on a singular sort of floating planets islands and planets and stuff like that with a whole bunch of different like animals and creatures and it, it, there's no like there's some shooting there's some killing stuff of like animals and like other like beasts and stuff that you run into but it's pretty much like you go you start researching stuff you get to, like some funny jokes and and things like that along the way and i don't know i thought it was really fun it took me like five or ten five to ten hours to finish there's a lot of stuff more that you could unlock but uh again if you have game pass it's it's on there and it's well worth it and it's uh it doesn't take itself seriously which i like which a lot of games just do too much of and uh the premise of it is just random and the comedy just sort of follows with that suit so that's uh journey to the savage planet as my number five and warzone is my four cool all right my number four is tony hawk pro skater one and two remastered Played the crap out of this game this year. Um, <laughs> Love the original game, so this is sort of a nostalgic pick. But they did such a good job remastering it that playing it again made me feel like it felt like I was a kid again. And I remembered where all the locations were and doing all the tricks. And it's really just uh, updated like graphics and not, not much else, right? Everything else is the same, pretty much. Um, and like the customization of the creative character. But you know what? They didn't need to change anything else because the mechanics of the original Tony Hawk is so good. Um, so it probably it does play like smoother and everything. So it just felt right. It felt good. It felt exactly how I, how I remembered it. And it was a lot. It was a blast to play. So excellent, excellent remaster. And Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk 2 Hawk. is like your one of your favorite games ever, right? So it's just yeah. Like... I was disappointed that Spider Man wasn't an unlockable character. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You're so saying that. if he was, it might've been a lot higher on my list rather than four, but uh, you know, the characters <laughs> oh, I have that, good. that would be the breaker, right? <laughs> yeah, just... that's the thing. It pushes it over for me. <laughs> just seeing Spider-Man skateboarding is so cool. But, um, yeah, so it's number four. 
Nice. Richard, on PlayStation. What would be next on yours? Well, I just want to make a comment. I think maybe we should have another podcast on games that should be remade. And I was just thinking mm. um, they should remake 1080 snowboarding. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, 64 yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think we yeah. should save it for another episode. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Topic. I'm just, a, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking like, with Tony Hawk. I'm like, yeah, 1080 snowboarding. Oh, that was, 1080 was such a good that game. Was, that was my jam. Anyway, uh, yeah. that was a lot of people's jam. That game was huge. Yeah. It was. It was great. And you never heard anything out. After that, I don't think from no, I think they might have made one more, maybe, but I could be wrong about that too. Yeah, yeah. so, um, I think I well, my number four was Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, yeah. but also nice. the yeah. uh, the single player campaign of that actually was it was really great to me. It was it was so intense. Um, some some levels were just like so tactical, and like the graphics were just really, really great, and it really like brought you into the game and i really enjoyed that so i think they did a really good job with the the campaign mode there i played it all the way through uh single player games it's it's tough for me to to actually finish completely Uh, i tend to get pretty like stale and bored after a while and just kind of (laughs) cut it off after about 60 70 percent so um actually that's one of the ones i played right through so uh i guess call of duty um of this year modern warfare was my uh, number four was that yeah that's that's something me and mike haven't touched that's good that you that you've gone through it i think you've you've Mm -hmm. showed us when we've been we have been at your place when we were allowed to you know uh yeah yeah yeah. uh that we played a couple levels here and there and it's it's great man to me it's weird how like i feel like that i know it's single player and there's no lag and things like that but like it just it almost feels like a different game um, and I know it's like, you know, it's kind of on rails and you're just sort of going through a story and stuff, but it almost feels like you're playing a different game from that to what Warzone is. And, oh, big time. and that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but it, it, it does feel that much better in those single player missions and stuff. So I, it's almost actually nice that you can do that because if it does feel like a different game, then you don't actually feel like you're, you're getting a different game in a way. Right. So you're almost getting a two in one kind of, you know, experience. And then they have the co-op section and the multiplayer as well. So you get all these different right, games. Right. It's also the kind multiplayer of nice too. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, you may right off the bat for a PC anyway, but you know, it's pretty expensive, but uh, it kind of pays for itself. Yeah. I mean, you definitely got your money's worth for it and you're yeah, we're still playing it. So it's yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. My next one is uh, another one that I was wanting to play earlier in the year. And thankfully for game pass, it's on there. Cause it's a Microsoft game. Um, it's Ori and the will of the wisps. So this is the second game in the, uh, Ori in the Blind Forest was the first one that came out, I want to say about three years ago. Um, I played that. I picked that, that up on Switch when it came out on Switch for 20 bucks or something like that. I think earlier in 2020 as well is when I finally played that game and it was so good. It's like, it's the most fine-tuned platforming game that is so difficult, but it doesn't, doesn't make you beat your head against the wall when you fail um yeah. one because when you die you're you're kind of back to like exactly where you just were like where you fell off the edge or before you hit the spikes or whatever okay. it might be so it doesn't you don't have to go through like giant sections all over again but you do die a couple of hundred times in this you know like you do have to fail to kind of figure out how to maneuver around it a lot of it is all these little abilities that you have to get to zip around things or fly or to jump off of enemies or over ledges in certain ways there's chase sequences that you basically have to use everything you've learned up until that point to be able to escape from where you are. Uh, it looks 
friggin' amazing, especially on the new systems and on like a decent TV and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I just I, I wanted to play the first one for a long time and never got around to it. Then I came out on Switch, I got it and I loved it. And then I played the newer one and it's just an improvement on that. The story is really good. There's like almost no dialogue in it whatsoever, but it's like a really, really great story the way they sort of show it. And it looks incredible. And there's so many unlocks you can do with it and you can spend so much time. Um, it's it's a great game. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is probably, if I didn't really love those Rayman games, Mike, that I think I've talked about a few times, mm -hmm. platformers, yep. this, like if it wasn't for that one Rayman game, Rayman Legends, that I just think is the best platformer ever, it would be this game right behind it. Like it's just that good. Wow. Um, and it's on Game Pass and always will be because it's a Microsoft Studios game. So always something that's waiting for people, both of these games, if you ever wanted to. So that's my number three. All right. My number three is a game I'm not sure that either of you have played, but it's called Doom Eternal. Yes, I play a little bit of it. Yeah, not even a huge first-person shooter guy, but I saw Doom, the new Doom game. It was getting a lot of buzz. I saw it on Game Pass. I thought, oh, I love the original Doom. I'm an old-school gamer. And... Man, this game does an awesome job of capturing the like the the energy of the original Doom. Even though the graphics are way better, it still feels like that old game. The frantic gameplay, the goriness, yes. yeah. the the like the demons and being in hell. Like it does such a such a such a good job. So um, it's yeah, it's just a lot of fun. The crazy guns, just pure action, and it's not like a shooter. How typical shooter where you have to like crouch and hide and sneak it like encourages you to get in there <laughs> and like get in the mix and freaking the action is awesome so uh really really good game actually really really was impressed with and, doom internal and i heard it's, it's pretty difficult too right is it is it pretty tough at some point it is difficult okay. i had to turn on the difficulty at times oh, okay. and um really really it's actually it is hard it is it is a hard game but it's fun but rewarding it's actually similar to the, to the ori game i was just talking about it's so difficult and there's very little difference with like in, in that game anyway with like when you change the difficulty the enemies are just a little bit weaker or something yeah but really a lot of it is about like platforming so it's really it's just a difficult game so with doom i guess you know it, it, it is what it is but it, a lot of platforming in doom is too, there really i'm oh. surprised yeah i was really surprised it's like a, a jetpack or something or what's the like what's the um like you have yeah you have double jump when you have boost so you jump a lot ah. and boost and you gotta time your boost and you gotta grab a boost mid jump sometimes and climb walls and so there is actually quite a bit of platforming interesting interesting um, but it's it's all about the arenas that you enter with the big zombies right the, that part of the levels or the bosses that's what, oh you kind of like walk into doom. certain areas and stuff yeah 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 Platform i played the other one arena. i played the other one the one that they made in 2016 or 17 or whatever i didn't play all the way through it but it was like that too they had a, a sort of similar idea but mm -hmm. i've heard this one's an improvement in a lot of ways yeah so it's awesome nice do internal all right I think they also they do like a really good job with the Doom games. I've I've never really heard any big controversies or big uh, issues with them, and their graphics are just amazing. And then usually when I see them uh, being uh, displayed on benchmarks and stuff, they're like huge FPS. Like like you'd get like 200 FPS. So like they're very smooth and like regardless of what's going on in the gameplay. So that, that's one thing I, I got to give out uh, to the Doom games. Yeah. They, yeah. They are... So smooth. It works so smooth. Yeah. It's pretty fine tuned awesome. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Rich, what about you, man? What's up? Uh, well, I'm going to throw out a game that was supposed to come out in 2020. <laughs> um, and I think they did a, a, a probably 
a disadvantage to the the people that were waiting anticipating for it because they were wanting to have it come out but um i think it did advantage uh in waiting because the game that i'm going to talk about afterwards uh decided to come out and (laughs) completely fucking wrecked if i could say that um but i'm going to say it's uh I, I'm really anticipating the game uh, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, it had a huge cult following the just the regular Bloodlines uh, a long time ago. I think it was like 2013, 14 uh, when it came out and uh, maybe even before then. And uh, this game, if you look at the, the gameplay and the videos and stuff like that, it just looks really amazing. So um, it's supposed to come out quarter two this year. And I'm hoping they um, take a page out of a certain uh, other developer's uh, book and uh, complete the game to its fullest potential. Take that page and and finish that page. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's a perfect way of saying that. Take that page, throw it out and make your own page. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. Take that page, fill it out, do the spell check. And make sure the page numbers are on and all that good stuff before uh, they release it. But yeah, no, I, I'm excited for Bloodlines 2. Um, if you have a chance, take a look. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be really, really great. So I'm looking forward to that. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I know you were saying that on and off. You, you sent us like messages and stuff when it was like delayed. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, man, that's, mm-hmm. it sucks when you're that yeah. excited, right? Like I, yeah. there was nothing, there was, there was two games. Well, there was one game, which is the next one I'm going to, talk about that i was really anticipating and it just got delayed by a couple months and it was no big deal but right when there's something that's been five six seven years and you're just trying to waiting for it and then it just keeps getting pushed and yeah it just that sucks it's sort of a downer right it's another so one thing i have to say about it's funny because like they won't put out any type of media for months and i think it's a, a good thing and a bad thing a good thing in a way where they're not um basically dragging people along and the people that are going to buy the game or uh, play it eventually they're going to buy it or play it eventually anyway but um they're not giving out anything that uh people are like you know like super hype you know like they're not really doing that which is kind of good in a playing way it close to the vest kind of thing a little, a little bit yeah, yeah exactly you got it yeah, yeah. That, that's good i mean it depends right some people just want the constant hype but really just, you know, if they keep it contained and like you said, as long as they get the job done in the end sort of thing. And that's what you want. An extra, an extra six months seems like a long time until you realize that it's been almost a year since we've been doing this bullshit (laughs) being away from pretty much 90% of the people, you know, so uh, what's six months at this point, unfortunately it doesn't seem like that long. So, Um, all right. So my number two might might surprise you guys a little bit. Uh, my number two was one of probably one of the most anticipated games I've ever had in my entire life. And um, because the first one intrigued. Yeah. Because the first one was pretty much, it's pretty much still is like top, maybe top three, but probably top five at least games ever. And it probably will always sit there. So my number two is the last of us part two. Oh, which yeah. I fully expected to be my number one. 
no matter what else came out this year, I expected that to be my. Nightmare. That was this year. Oh my god, that feels like years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, it was out in. Wow, uh, in it was in June. I played it over the course Gosh. of I think ten days. I played all twenty five ish hours in like 10, 12 days. <laughs> like I just, nice. I just, I just had, I just had to get through this game. I had to play it. The stories to me is incredible. There was a whole bunch of bullshit around how people didn't like what they did with the story and all that. But honestly, to me. It was ballsy. It was smart. It was well written. It made things way more interesting. Um, and when you push people's buttons with a, to, to me, what I think is in a good way, in a creative way, and a way to push story and characters forward, like that's what that's what writing is. That's what art is and stuff. And this game is that. And it is so refined for the gameplay and stuff too that like. You know, the gameplay in, in, the, in both of these games isn't incredible. It's not like you're going to be zipping around and doing all this really crazy cool stuff. You're kind of supposed to take it slow and everything's very intense and everything. But they just improved every last little fine bit of combat and shooting and crouching and all that kind of stuff. And they did from the first one. And the story maybe goes on a little bit long, I think, is one of the only reasons why it's not number one for me. But what they did with it, who is in it, what they decided to do with the characters. To me, I don't care what anyone says. This is one of the best written games, shows, movies ever, like ever. It's that good. Um, whether it's the overarching story or whether it's the individual like dialogue from people, like that to me is just, just insanely incredible, this game. So, um, and it looks, I can't believe this is, this thing's on, a system that's eight years old or seven years old. Like I, it's, it's insane. It's insane. When it comes out, when it inevitably probably comes out for PS5, if someone hasn't played this game or played either of these games yet, like you have to get it honestly, just for the way it looks like, it's just so incredible the way that they've done it. Um, and the other thing that held it back for being number one is that it's so intense and it's not for everyone because of how intense it is. It's not as fun because it's so serious and because it's so deep and because it cuts into a lot of like real feelings and stuff um, that it, it's not for everyone, especially in the year like 2020. Yeah. Dave, do you think coming out during a pandemic hurt, hurt the game a little bit? Cause people aren't in the mood for dark and depressing games. Cause life is so dark and depressing right now. It's like, you want to go to games to relax and escape. Yeah. Do you want and, to play this game that's going to be all heavy? So, so the first one was a little, I think the first game was a little bit more like, oh, this is a zombie apocalypse. And this is whatever it was, six or seven years after it first happened or something like that. And this is another, I think, three years or four years after the original game. So it's a lot more about the characters now than it was about the, like, it's still about survival, but the environment. Yeah. yeah, it was a little bit more about that in the first one because they're putting you into the world and it is very right much about the characters but this one i think it could quote unquote hurt it but i think if you kind of understand like naughty dog making these games and especially if you've played the first one you kind of know or should expect that you're going to go into something pretty intense it's pretty obvious that these are intense games um but it was like one of the best-selling games playstation and naughty dog has ever had Ever. So I, I think people were that excited. I, I can understand people it being unsettling in different ways. And maybe you play it and then you have to put it down and not play it for a while because it's that intense. I completely get that. But I was so into the story and into the characters and what they were doing with them that um, that it didn't upset me in that way. But that's me. 
and then everyone's going to have a different experience with it. But I think it's, again, just like, just like the first one, I think both of these games and especially this one are like just goddamn masterpieces of games. They just are flat out. So um, yeah. Last of us part two, I could go on and on for like two hours about this game. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number two. I think two. you did a review about that game too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that was only cool. like five or 10 minutes of rambling and I could go for another yeah. times up by 10. So. All right. On. Yeah. All right. Well, my number two game, uh, not as heavy, but it's still a fun <laughs> game. That's uh, what's the full title here. Let me pull it up. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. So it's the follow up, I guess, sequel game to that amazing PlayStation Spider-Man game, which was our both of ours, I think, or at least the podcast's game of the year. Yeah. Two years. The ago. only reason why so, it wasn't my number one is because God of War came out the same year. Otherwise, uh, right. so, I, I would I put both of those games as some of my favorites of all time. So, yeah. 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 This is one of my like that original Spider-Man and this. It's like the same game. So rewind back to our episode two years ago. Everything that we said about Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man game applies. Um, they just took that perfect formula, added Miles Morales, who's a great character, added, um, you know, his story and um, just kept it going and added some new powers, new suits. But it, it feels the same, plays the same, looks great. Uh, like I said, he's a great character. The story is also good. That was what made the first one really good was the story. And it's the mix of the story and the awesome like mechanics and combat and gameplay. The smooth, so, the smooth swinging around does it all. is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it does it all. It's a great, great, great game, Spider-Man Miles Morales. So that was my number two. Sweet, sweet. Richard? Well, you know what? I'm going to dive right in there and uh, just go uh, fuck it. Cyberpunk. You know what? Listen. <laughs> I was uh, Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. Is that yes? It? That's right. Um, oh, so listen, nice. no, no, this is a different I, one. This is an indie pit. title just called Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, is, this, this is the precursor this, this, to it. This is just yeah, a... no, this is this is the real one by uh, CD Projekt Red, um, the guys who made uh, that amazing series, The Witcher, the Witcher right? Yeah. The Witcher yep. yeah. Um, so this title. It had its downfalls, obviously. It uh, it obviously came out uh, way before it should have. Um, they were, I, I imagine, under huge pressure uh, by people investors <laughs> and by and their whatever, investors yeah. and everything else to to you know produce and everything else. And uh, it should have been held back. Uh, they they had some downfalls with regards to uh, coming out for the the PS4 and the uh, the older Xbox there, and that's where they I think they're a major a lot of their um, issues came from. It uh, it was a next gen game and it wasn't meant for those consoles, and unfortunately those consoles suffered. So you heard uh, you know you you can read on up on it. You know Sony removed it from the PlayStation Store. You know people wanted refunds, all this other stuff. There was a lot yeah, of them and Microsoft were both offering refunds on it, which is insane. It's never happened yeah, you, before. So. You, you never you never really see that for digital content for the most part, especially you know, digital. Just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, Steam offers it sometimes for if you played under a certain amount of time, you've had the the game for a certain amount of time. They'll they, sometimes they'll offer you a refund, but um, other than that, uh, I played for six hours um, on my PC. Um, there was some bugs here and there. It wasn't game breaking. And you, and you got a day one and stuff too, right? So I did, I did get day one. Yep. I pre-ordered and, uh, you know what? I enjoyed the six hours that I did play. Um, I'm currently, uh, not playing it, but I'm holding out for all the patches that are coming out. Cause I know they're going to be patching the shit out of this game. So, uh, I'm just waiting until all the, the dust settles basically 
these patches come out, it's ready to go. And um, basically, I'm ready to, to pick this game up uh, as soon as I'm uh, finished playing my number one. Uh-huh. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll wait on we'll that. We'll get to that until, in a sec, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> nice. And I think it's, it's you played it on like a, a higher-end PC. So all of the issues and bugs that people were experiencing like didn't affect you, right? So you got the yeah, or more of what they were going for, right? Because they were... Closer to the what they were going for, at least. Yeah, closer to what they were going for. And the final, closer to the like what the game actually is because like it's hard to judge a game when there's game breaking bugs and issues and stuff like that right obviously it's gonna get a bad score but at least you got to play it it was playable and it was working fine yeah so, so like i said the, the major problem is that they were trying to uh have everyone play it from previous gen which is like how old when was the mm-hmm. playstation well, 4 even yeah, the playstation 4 yeah pro seven eight years. Was like, even that exactly. yeah even the pro was like two and a half years ago or something and yeah really so even and that wasn't much of a too much of an upgrade besides no. adding 4k which you know added you know, that's not going to solve your bugs there. <laughs> no exactly so they they wanted to please everybody and they wanted may have been greedy at that point but uh uh, they they should have kept with what yeah you know, if they just released the, it, the next like, gen consoles and PC yeah. and I don't think they would have had as much as uh, the backlash and everything else that they've yeah. they've had their self yeah it's uh, unfortunate you know, it, it it's to. it's really crazy that they had a whole lot of talk about like crunch for their employees and it got delayed twice in 2020 and all that kind of stuff and it still was a problem and. I don't know. Hopefully, like you said before, with the with the page from someone else's book, hopefully that <laughs> hopefully people learn their lesson with the way this was this was handled. It's a shame because everybody really was like it's one of the most anticipated games probably in the last ten years. You know, like oh, big time for sure, like across the board. It's not like it's not even like Last of Us or Spider Man or God of War where it's like just a PlayStation thing or Halo where it's just an Xbox thing. Like this was across the board, and it felt like they shit the bed on probably 75% of their customers or 50% of their customers. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like it just sucks. It sucks. But, but you know what, Rich, I think uh, you'd be a bit patient with it. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to wait for you. Right. It's going to be there. So yeah, exactly. It'll be okay. So as long as, uh, you know, it's going to wait for you. That's so yeah. romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it is romantic. I think, I think as, as long as, like, uh, it's rich. Paradox, it's a boom box outside do. your window right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with this radio, yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, with the music, um, with the music that's that is right. awesome in it. So it has yes, you exactly. at hello, Rich. It had it, you at hello. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it, you know what? It had me at coming 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I want yeah, that. Yeah, me, me, me. And then, yeah. And then. <laughs> And then again, it had me at 2021 saying, we'll fix everything by 2020, end of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll check back in a year then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. End of 2021. Okay, so we have our number ones now. Um, before I get to mine, Mike, you volunteered to go first. You want to skip the line a little bit? Yeah, I'll go first because I think mine is obvious. So excited. Yeah. Is it obvious? Mine, well, I think so. Mine is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, yeah. I guess it is obvious yep. somehow. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, so, God. Basically... <laughs> Sorry, I don't say that very often, but God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. You, 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 your heart is black and shriveled if you don't like this game. Come on. like It's prune-like. Sorry. Yeah. This is Definitely. the game. Your heart did not grow three sizes like the Grinch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, are the Grinch before you met... Exactly. Or you yeah. went to Hoover. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. 
Um, yeah, but it's because of the quarantine, and this game was the perfect ex- just escape into a nice, pleasant experience where um, you know it's just there's nothing really. There's no clock ticking. There's nothing trying to kill you. There's not even you just <laughs> play at your sad. own pace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rich is like, where's, where's the excitement? <laughs> if you want to just fish for hours, if you want to just shake trees and dig holes and decorate your room, you can do that, right? And so, when the world was going crazy, um, this game came out, and we had it to sort of play at night after the baby went down, and me and the wife, and I got the wife, wife power really into it, and um, it's just like. Yeah, like I said, a pleasant experience, escape from reality, the and the perfect escape that was needed this year in 2020. Hey, you know and, what? I, I'm I'm down with any game that you can get your wife uh, on board with. Like, oh, yes, and, you, and if anyone support, was on board with this, I agree game, with that. It was my, <laughs> it was it was wife power. Yeah, if anyone right. was yeah. on board yeah. with yeah. this. Yeah, it yeah. was her. I think I think if she was on her her list wouldn't be five to one it would be ten to one and then they would all be animal crossing <laughs> oh yeah she has like hundreds of hours into this game she still plays it every day basically wow. when she gets a few a few minutes here and then. that's the nice thing about the game you can just play it a few minutes here a few minutes there you can yeah, yeah. there's um, no pressure there like you were saying yeah yeah they keep updating it there's no real there's no real pressure you play at your own pace you just make your island look nice um there's no really end to the game there's no nothing causing you to have any stress really and it's and they're like people say they don't like video games it's just they haven't found the right game for them like games are for everyone everyone has their game look at like all the moms out there playing candy crush right they, that's the game they're gamers i mean right? mike so, if you want to call that a game that's fine that's well, it's a game it's a game they're hey, gamers life they're hard game, more hardcore so gamers know. than us <laughs> life is a game my number one game of the year is life, life. Yeah. <laughs> my so, number one game of the last decade is 2020 itself <laughs> just trying to that's live the, being attacked by game. a random virus you know well, I, I don't know about you guys but life is the worst game that's life. why animal crossing is out there because it lets me forget yeah. about life there you go play a game, game where, cool. like where life is pleasant and there's not a, something around every corner looking to kill you so mike so. i i I played this game a decent amount too. My wife was into it too and into it more than I was. Um, what about, what about it? I, I don't, I'm not going to poo poo you picking this as, as a game. I knew it was going to be in there somewhere. And somehow I forgot that it was <laughs> the fact that I forgot that it was even out this year is why I of all games uh, and one that I put 80 hours or 70 hours into over the course of a few months goes to show you why it's not on my list. Um, but what what about it? Like you said, it's, it's calming. There's no pressure, whatever. Is that basically it? It's the overall sort of feel of it that you liked it so much? Or, or, or is there something about the gameplay specifically that was like also like, oh, this is great? No, the gameplay is not, not nothing special. It's just the aesthetic of it. And it feels good. Like it feels good like Nintendo game. It feels polished. It acts like yeah, really definitely. It's definitely very polished, um, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of things to collect. So if you're a collector... Um, you know what really helped this game was I loved the original. So I had nostalgia for the original in, in, back in the GameCube day, right? But that was back when like systems didn't have internet. So now this has internet. You could upload everything online. So you can make your decoration, decorate your house and get, your, get the rare item and you could share it online. And, your outfits um, they, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, your outfits and stuff. They also could update the game. So there's a lot of updates every holiday and all of that, right? So they got to keep the game even more fresh than they used to be able to. Um, and yeah, everything I said, it basically got us through the beginning of the pandemic and the quarantine. 
we played it a lot and it was just like that nice escape at the end of the day we also had like a newborn baby so our lives were even crazier than most right so you have the baby you have the pandemic you have work it was nice to just play something that combo. yeah that felt calming, like there was no you know, stress yeah it's definitely and very calming. very calming so I, I guess the only reason why it wasn't i mean it, it can't be on my list because i went the last time i logged into it which was now probably a month ago um when i went to go talk to characters was like oh we haven't seen you in over six months mm-hmm. i thought about this game and i go well if i haven't if i didn't play it for six out of the 12 months or six out of the 10 months that it was out like can it really be that high on my list and you know what I think it's great. Everything you said is correct. I don't, I, I don't disagree with any of that stuff. My issue with it was that I just felt like I was pressing dialogue bubbles yeah. for 80% of the game. Everything just moves so slow. Why can't I, why can't I craft uh, a five uh, fish nets or, or, or butterfly nets? Or whatever? Why do I have to like every time, pick a thing, you know, it just, the menu system sort of thing was sort of like, okay, I feel like I'm, I'm just going through menus and dialogue and stuff all the time. That's just me, but I don't think that takes away from everything else that you said either, Mike. So it's just like, mm. yeah, for just for whatever reason, it just didn't hit the same way, but this is like one of the big, this was like number two or, or three in sales in North America for 2020, like behind the call of duty games, like, and, and I think cyberpunk. So it's just like, of course. Yeah. Like, of course, yeah. this is going to be up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the best selling or if not the best selling Switch game. Best selling Switch game, I'm pretty sure. Best yeah. selling Switch game. So there you time. go. Yeah. All right, Rich, on the other uh, spectrum of games. Yeah. Your, so, uh, your numero uno for 2020. So, so completely switching from uh, that, uh, I'm going to have to go with um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We cannot stay in Norway. Not without fueling more war. So we push forward. A new kingdom awaits. From here to Valhalla, I will always be on your side, Sigurd. It's actually been an amazing single-player experience, which I'm not usually one to really uh, enjoy. And I put 95 hours into this game. Uh, I looked it up and I was like, wow, mm. it, it's, it's a gripping game. It's a beautiful game. Uh, Ubisoft Montreal does a did a really great job of putting it together. Um, day one, uh, it was great. It didn't have you know day one patch basically where they were trying to fix all these major issues and stuff like that. Um, I think they've maybe had two patches throughout the the um, since it's been out. So uh, it's it's an amazing game. And I you know what to be honest, I got it for free. I got it because I bought a yeah what? when I when I built my PC, I got it as a uh, a game bonus when oh, I, when I got my yeah, yeah, yeah. when okay, I bought yeah. my when I bought my CPU and uh, everything else. So um, and you know what I honestly would have paid the eighty dollars or whatever it costs to, to buy the game because right. it's worth it. You were um, excited for it anyways, regardless, right? So I was, and you know what? To be honest, I haven't been a, a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Um, oh, okay. I played. I played uh you know one or two of the the series uh once in a while and it, and it, it just felt too too um stealthy for me i'm, mm-hmm. I'm a kind of a go in get the job done kind of guy um and this game actually gives you uh, an amazing option uh to be different type of character and uh you know you could be the the bear and just rush in and 
attack and bring out your, you know, the other, you know, Vikings and take villages and stuff like that. Or you can be the assassin and be sneaky and do your thing. But they do a really good job. The voice acting is great. The graphics are amazing. The storyline is really good. Um, you know, I, it's one of those games where it's just like, this is, I, I recommend it to people all the time. I have a friend at work who's playing it, um, who's, who's beat it, and they're, they're coming out with some expansions and stuff. And uh, it's really uh, taken my time. And, uh, you know, I, my wife would say that it's a waste of my life, but you know, I would, I would, you know, <laughs> beg to differ. And I would tell her I'm enjoying the Viking life. You know, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Honey, I'm Rich, a Viking. I just got to tell her uh, a, a minute in a minute enjoyed is a minute well spent. There you, you know? go. Wow. Mike. That's it. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> It doesn't matter what my number one is. I, I can we can just, we can just I shut can, this off. That's I, it, I, can, I, can, I can reference that with some other things, but let's not. <laughs> you can apply that. Well, to life. Parts She'll of tell life. me my my ninety five hours of playing Assassin's Creed would could have been ninety five hours doing something else around the house. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know why this one hasn't intrigued me as much as others, despite you telling us a few times that you really loved it. I don't know what it is, but I also haven't played them in a while. Like I think. I don't know which one it was. It's probably been four years since I've played one, but I played the first three and I think Brotherhood. So I think those first four games, I played all of those and love all of them, especially uh, Brotherhood. To me, that was still like the best out of that group. But, uh, oh, and, and Black Flag, that's what it was. Um, Black Flag is amazing. So um, yeah, yeah, that's, it's good. Cause it's, it, we have all these different things on our list. So it's good to get a little taste of everything. So, absolutely. Um, and, and that leads into mine. So I have, I have one honorable mention, Mike, that I need to mention that we, I guess, technically started playing in 2020. Um, but it was also a game that we have talked about before. It's uh, Apex Legends. So <laughs> and it's your number one. That's your number one. It's not my number one. No, it's um, not my number one. I, I just good. I need to mention it because I, I started playing it. Yeah, I started playing it on the Xbox and I just really like it again. That was and our game of year last year. I'm pretty it sure. was for us. It's the, a great game. For yeah. tw- or it was our it was our 2019 game of the year because we played yeah. it a bunch in 2019. But then we put it down and I didn't pick it up until December or, or maybe late November or something. And I just I've been playing it multiple times a week since then and I just really like it but it's not like a number one thing and it's not a brand new game so it's not my it's not my number one my number one is the only game that I played uh all of October and November I played it exclusively on the switch and this is the second time I've bought this game but it's officially in the 1.0 stage at this point so it was officially released and that's Hades Zach, man, I was just attempting here to get our good friend Artemis to finally make an appearance at one of my feasts. It's just, wouldn't you know, she's all preoccupied. Something about a hunt? That's right, Lord Dionysus, a hunt which requires lots and lots of total quiet and clear-minded focus. So if you'll excuse me... And this game was on my list last year because in early access and that's how great it was, how much I liked it. And they've changed it so much since then, as far as like all the unlockables and how the story works and um, just a lot of the sort of like fine details of how you progress through the game and stuff. But this is just a roguelike game. 
made by the same guys who did Bastion, made by the same guys who did Transistor and Pyre and, and like this this super giant game studio, just like everything they've done, I, I like loved. And this game is, I, I thought that their other games were good. And this is one of the most fine-tuned, best looking, best playing games I've played in like five years. Like it's just that damn good. And um, the reason why it's ahead of Last of Us is because I had more fun playing it. Both games are amazing. Both games are super fine-tuned. Both games look great. They play amazing. It's just, this is more fun based on the amazing writing that's in it. The way that it looks is like this hand-drawn sort of artistic style of Greek gods. And, um, you know, I, I just, I played this game for 80 hours and just could not stop playing it. Like I just, every day, even if I couldn't put the switch on the TV, I had it in my hand handheld and I just sat there and played it and I played for half an hour or I played for an hour or I played for two hours. I, I just, I always had the switch with me, even though I weren't, we weren't really going anywhere. <laughs> I always had the switch with me just so I could play this game. And it was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of it. And the gameplay is so, it, it just grabbed me so much. And um, I'm not surprised because I really liked the way they had it before, but I think what they did to improve this game, how they gave you more options on how to fight the enemies, uh, the writing and the dialogue and the voice acting is some of the best you'll ever find in a game. Between this and The Last of Us, I don't know if you can get better than that, in my opinion. Um, Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls stuff is very, yeah. Well, the writing is very good. I don't, for yeah. me, I don't find like that the acting as great in those, but the right. writing is always amazing. Yeah. This, to me, it's both. And same thing with The Last of Us and this are obviously two very different games. Sure. And, even with with uh, Elder Scrolls and uh, Skyrim and all that, those are obviously different games from these two. But um, but it's funny, you know, and and it has an interesting story despite it being like, oh, it's Greek gods, but they have their own play on how it all works. And to me, it's like one of the best, most finely tuned, um, you know, games of this of this sort. And it's an indie game that is one of the best selling indie games ever because it just started exploding this year and people just really started catching on. And, uh, and I'm just really happy that it's a game that even though I bought it twice, I sat there and I played the shit out of this. And um, I wouldn't be surprised when the cross play cross save stuff comes out, which is one of the reasons why I got it on switch uh, that I played again. Like that's how much I really liked it. And, so. you, and to your defense, Dave on uh, uh, Metacritic, it's uh, 93 it's got a score of 93 of 100 and on steam it's 10 out of 10 so it's yeah good. yeah i would i would there's no question in my mind this is as close to a perfect game as you can get like it's it's just there's i i had zero zero bugs zero like nothing no shitty loading times no crashes no nothing and you know this is on the switch which is the least powerful system you can get right now to play this and um i i don't know it, it, if you if this game was eighty dollars, if this game was two hundred dollars, it would it would it would be worth all my all that money. Like it's just you know it's so good. So you can good. have it right now for twenty nine dollars Canadian, essentially. Yeah, so. yeah. So I got it in. I got it the first week it was out because I was just like, all right, I'm gonna play this on Switch, and my computer wasn't hooked up at the time or something because we were in the middle of the move stuff, and uh, and I didn't regret it. I got it for like twenty five bucks or something, That's and amazing. I go, this is yeah. this is great. You know, so basically I spent 50 bucks on this game because I bought it twice, but, um, but I can't say enough about this again, just like last of us, I can just keep talking about this game and, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just, I just love it. 
Hades is just incredible. Sounds like a great game, man. It got a lot of love this year. It was on a lot of top lists. I knew David would be up your alley as an indie game fan. So yeah. I think a lot of us, a lot of us, you know, hit our pick the games in our wheelhouse, but hopefully people, uh, you know, uh, are similar to us and have different tastes. So yeah, we have a huge variety in like, our 15 games, yeah. 18 games that we mentioned exactly. here. So, um, you know, I think, I, I think it, it's almost inevitable that we just have to say like war zones, kind of our game of the year. And I, to me, I think it, it makes sense. Not just, yeah, because, not because sense. like, Oh, Hey, it's our favorite game of the year. Cause it's not, but it was our, it was and needed to be almost our favorite way of like the three of us and other people sort of getting together. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, regardless of the game, I guess it was like our favorite. Um, if you go back when we were younger, it's like our favorite forum for the year, you know, or something, or our favorite chat room or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never thought a Call of Duty game on this podcast would be no. a game of the year, but oh it was a God, crazy no. year. Uh, so it's our favorite like ICQ happen. kind of thing, you know? Like it is it is ICQ. <laughs> it is ICQ on the Battle.net app. That's what yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is great. It is great oh! for connecting with friends. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Warzone, let's go play some Warzone. We're gonna go play That's some Warzone. There we go. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's wrap this up, man. Where's everyone going to follow us, whether they want to watch us play if we're ever on Twitch? You know, we're inconsistent, but, you know. And then, <laughs> yeah, well, we uh, are. I, you know what? Honestly, we kept it up for so long, and then I just, we just, our, our lives have just been just yeah. insane. Oh, dad, gamers. Bit, so. dad gamers, man. Dad, dad gamers. gamers, man. That's uh, it. So find us on social media, Day Back In. The podcast is called Back In My Day. Find it on your podcast app of choice. Back In My Day Games, Back In My Day Plays on Twitch. And we're on YouTube actually now. Woo! So back in my day, right? Back in my day on YouTube. So just got it channel. going, man. We're going to do some cool awesome. little things. I'm trying to do some like different episode things that are, um, I'm calling them history lessons, but I don't know, maybe it'll be called something else. I'm trying to find like fun <laughs> tidbits and stories that don't make it into the show or, or are just things that I find interesting. So if anyone hasn't seen or listened to it yet, I did a thing how um, one of the Tiger Woods games had to be recalled a couple hundred thousand yeah. copies because there was a, a tidbit from the first South Park episode on there. Uh, just like a weird random thing that happened in 1999. And it's just like, it's, what? How was that? <laughs> but you know what? 20 plus years ago, I guess that's that's what happened. So um, anyway, so that's just a taste of what we're doing there. Otherwise, Rich, Mike, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, guys, we'll, uh, we'll see you in the war zone in a few minutes. And thanks everybody for listening as well. Cheers. scene i'll tell you now even athena here will cut loose for a bit let down her hair you know put on something more comfy yeah it's gonna be great